episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patty. Hello. And we are outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma in Sepulpa, Oklahoma, along Route 66. And apologies for being absent the last two weeks. Had a lot going on trying to do this Route 66 thing. And uh, so, yeah, this is episode 91 for us, by the way, Patty. 91? Yeah. You know what that is, right? Uh, the year before I graduated high school and a year after you did. All right, now I'm not liking this so much. No, that is one after 90. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah should I was just be trying on... to be sarcastic, oh, okay. you brat. <laughs> we should be on 93, but again, we uh, didn't do ep- episodes the last two weeks. Uh, apologies for that. Got a lot of emails about you know people asking where the podcast is. Everybody clamoring, coming up and knocking on the RV. Yeah. What's wrong when, with when you guys? When are you going to record? <laughs> yeah, man, I wish that was the case. But <laughs> anywho, it, let's get to it. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, what have we been doing the last two weeks? Well, we've been traveling on Route 66. When last we spoke, uh, I had interviewed Stephanie Tesro of Hoylton Youth and Family Services in Fairview Heights, Illinois. I had just done the book signing in Fairview Heights at Barnes and Noble. A successful Sold book signing, nine, I would say. Nine books that day. Uh, they say first time author, if you sell five or more books, consider it a, a success. And so far, I've done two and. Sold 21 books total. So, At those signings. Correct, yeah, at those signings. No, sold a lot. I mean, heck. The, so the publisher sent me six book, or six boxes of books containing 100 books. I have parts of two book, or two boxes left. That's so pretty we good. Have two boxes, but neither of them are completely full. One's in the RV, one's in Zach. Oh, that's another thing that happened. We, we got, got Zach. Zach. Who is Zach, you might ask? If Well, if you've been paying attention on Facebook, uh, you know Zach is our new Jeep Renegade Latitude. Unfortunately, my Scion, my 2011 Scion XD, had to be put out to pasture after 205,000 miles. Wah, wah. So that was something unexpected in St. Louis. That was another thing we were dealing with and why we didn't record a podcast. True, we had to go find a car. Um, and so we did. Went to South County Jeep Chrysler down, down in South County. Uh, St. Louis. Eric took good care of us. Eric Absolutely. and Jeff. Absolutely. And uh, Eric Throckmorton. Yeah, we Morton. got what Throckmorton. we we got what we wanted, and uh, we're happy with Zach. We wanted something we could flat tow, but oh, and why is he called Zach? Well, the first three of the VIN is Z A C. So I was like, holy cow, the car has a name. Why not? <laughs> usually, I told him automobiles are usually girls, but hey, we can make an exception. Exactly. He's a Jeep. He's he, he's tough. He's a renegade. Uh, are you saying girls aren't tough? Not at all. Yeah, you better not, buddy. <laughs> so, um, but we had a good time in St. Louis, so obviously a place we know very well. Uh, but one thing we did do for the first time was we did a tour of Bush Stadium. So, And it was actually very informative. Our, our tour guide named Clem, um, not making that up just because my last name is Clements, but no. Uh, his name was Clem. And he was very knowledgeable about the history of the Cardinals, and that was cool. If you're a Cardinals fan, heck, if you're just a baseball fan, um, I would recommend doing a Bush Stadium tour. And the, the it, it actually, I mean, most stadiums do tours, so 
if, if you can get into a stadium tour, they're very informative. Uh, we did the yeah, Wrigley it was a lot Field. of fun. We did the Wrigley Field tour back in uh, 2014, and that was really neat. Uh, again, informative. So I would recommend doing stadium tours at really any place. Yeah, and the St. Louis one includes a ticket, or it's included in the ticket price, a visit to the uh, Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame. Cardinals yeah. Hall of Fame Which Museum. Is that Ballpark Village. And, uh, and that, again, a lot of um, Cardinals memorabilia, a lot of just like baseball history in there. The Cardinals are obviously one of the more storied franchises in baseball. Well, and, and we learned Patty, that the farm many, team started there, by the way. Well, the Cardinals were the first uh, organization system, to, to really create a farm system. And that was because of Branch Rickey, who's most famous as the Los Angeles or the Brooklyn Dodgers general manager for signing Jackie Robinson. But before he joined the Dodgers, Branch Rickey was with the Cardinals. And yeah, he really launched uh, the farm system, the the minor league system in, in baseball. He really helped create that. And so that's why Branch Rickey's a Hall of Famer. That is true. But as I was saying, the Cardinals, one of the most storied franchises in baseball. And Patty, how many World Series trophies do the Cardinals have? Why, Ron, you would think it would be 11, wouldn't you? One would think. One would think. But it's not. What is it? It's four. And that's kind of a funny story. You are correct. It's four because before that, before 1967, there was no World Series trophy. But then a, a little thing happened in the National Football League called the Super Bowl. And they gave out a trophy. And so Major League Baseball, the, the, the NHL already, already had the Stanley Cup. The NBA already had its championship trophy. Major League Baseball would have been the last remaining major league in America, in North America, to not have a trophy. And they're like, well, that can't happen. Exactly. And plus, you know. So the Cardinals did get lucky. the first World Series trophy in 1967. So there's that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And you could see the difference, too, between the ones that were created by Jossens back in the day and the ones that are created by, who is it today? Tiffany. Tiffany. And believe it or not, you know, one would say, ooh, Tiffany. Nope. The Jossens trophies are much nicer. Much better. They had a uh, ring motif to them, which is very, very nice. And, and so, I don't know, I think it's that, more detailed. Yeah, and the ones now, the the one that the the Washington Nationals or Houston Astros will get, they're just they're nondescript. Rather, yeah, they're they're not bland, but they're they're generic. Not generic. I don't know. They're, they're kind of generic. I mean, it's. It's just the flags, the, the pennants around it aren't. Yeah, it's just the, the same every year. Right. And uh, what do you call it when it when something's just like uh, like a cookie cutter kind of deal? It's it's just it's a it's a standard thing. There's nothing unique about it. Right. And uh, the NFL has gone to that same thing with their Super Bowl logos. I remember the Super Bowl logos, not the trophy, because the Lombardi Trophy always has always looked the same. But what they've done, though, starting with Super Bowl 50, was they put, or no, it was even before that, it was Super Bowl 45, I think, where they they just put the Lombardi Trophy in the middle of the Roman numerals, and that became the logo for the Super Bowl. When they used they used to be all colorful, and each city had its own little unique stamp on the on the Super Bowl logo. There was some creativity there, and now it's just completely ripped away. And I feel like that's what Tiffany did with the World Series trophy. Yeah, I would agree with you. So speaking of championships, we got to see the banner. The St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup Championship banner. That would be Yeah, the that one. was another thing we did with the Route 66 trip was we saw the St. Louis Blues. Unfortunately, when we were there, they lost to the Canucks in a shootout, 
Blues blew a three to one lead, something they've been doing often early here in in the season. Yeah, stop and, it. And and uh, <laughs> Vladimir Tarasenko is now hurt, which is not good for the Blues. But hopefully they can withstand that and get him back in like February or March for a good, nice, another long playoff run. Uh, but back to the. Bush Stadium tour, though, I mean, there's a lot in there, and as well as uh, Ballpark Village with the Cardinals Hall of Fame and Museum, Stan Musial. I mean, he's the greatest Cardinal ever. He was the man, Stan the man. There's two statues of him outside of Bush Stadium. Obviously, there's the statue of Stan Musial at the third base gate, and then another one with all the other Hall of Famers on Clark Street between Bush Stadium and Ballpark Village. But there is also something really, really cool in the stairwell at at the Cardinals Hall of Fame. And it's this Rubik's Cube Stan Musial mural. And, oh, my God, the, just the imagination that went into creating something like that. And I, you know it had to have taken forever. Yeah, because you don't realize it's Rubik's Cube. You can see that there's the squares and everything. But you would not know that that's what it was made of until you kind of get closer to it and you see the sign for it. And you're like, what? And then you look up and underneath you can see the Rubik's Cubes that are yeah. making up the bottom row. It's pretty cool. But ridiculous yeah there's also something near stan with the bricks at the third base gate yeah so there are these statues these statues there are these bricks underneath the statue or not under underneath the statue but adjacent to the statue as you walk by with stan musial's signature and stan musial had 3630 career hits divide that in half and he had the exact number of hits on the road as well as at home and so there are an equal number of bricks split in half at the center of the musial statue going either way right so either direction of him there's 1815 on either side for a total of 3630 yep because that's the number of hits he had in his clem our tour guide joked that that's why stan musial had to retire when he did Uh, otherwise using clem's words he would have screwed that up Right. I thought that was a a really fun tidbit. So, yeah, it is a really good tour. And speaking of tours, we're heading down Route 66. We are. Our little self-guided tour. That's right. On our way from St. Louis to where we are now in Tulsa, we did go through Uranus. Not mine. (laughs) So, if you've ever been traveling down I-44 in Missouri. In the last few years, anyway. Right. Around St. Robert, you will have seen this colorful display on the side. If you're traveling west, it'll be on your left. If you're traveling east, it'll be on the right. It's the Uranus Fudge Factory and Town. And uh, the name of the Uranus newspaper is the Uranus Examiner. Uh, they say the best best fudge comes out of Uranus. It is uh, pretty good fudge. They now, sell, they now sell alcohol, so Uranus liquors. Um, I mean, any kind of butt pun they could think of, they have there at Uranus. Absolutely. And it's spelled like the planet, by the way, guys, not like Y-O-U-R, anus. So I don't think you had to go there. I'm, you know what? We were talking to somebody in Tulsa uh, on Sunday, and yeah, I, I did have to go there. Because she, she, she was like, ew. Well, it is still ew, regardless of how you spell it. But it is a lot of fun. And it, it's a kitschy thing. And with the Route 66 sports thing, uh, they actually have an they actually have an archery range there in uh, Uranus. Um, they are redoing it now, um, so it's not currently open, but it, it will be. And remember, you do have to shoot straight in Uranus. You don't want one going off to the whatever. <laughs> but so then we got to Springfield and sticking with the Cardinals right on Route 66. Um, the Springfield Cardinals, the AA affiliate of the 
St. Louis Cardinals play there in Springfield at Hammonds Field, and you will see John Q. Hammonds' name all over southwestern Missouri. We saw it a lot in Springfield and in Joplin, the, the Hammonds' name. Missouri State plays its basketball games at Hammonds Arena, and uh, there is a Hammonds Street or Hammonds Avenue or whatever in Springfield. I believe there's another one in Joplin. So John Q. Hammonds, he was a uh, hotel mogul who just was a philanthropic and... He endeared himself to these universities in southwestern Missouri. So, yeah, John Q. Hammonds. His name's all over, including at the Springfield Cardinal Stadium in Springfield. But uh, more San Musio, though, in Springfield with the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. That place is pretty neat. Only cost five bucks to get in. Uh, I met with the media relations guy, so we actually did not have to pay to go in, which is pretty nice for us because, you know, book research, right? Right. Uh, Every little bit helps. This thing, though... They, they induct about 20 people a year, and uh, the guy who I spoke with, his name is Kerry, Kerry Boer, he was like, people ask if we'll ever run out of people to nominate. And when you are going from high school coaches and administrators all the way up to professional athletes and, and coaches and managers, no, you're not going to run out of people because there are a lot of deserving folks in the state of Missouri. It's all across and, the sports, too. I mean, yeah, there's... I mean, high school rugby all the way up to professional soccer and, and professional everything. racing yeah nascar yeah there was Andy also Carr. a water skier olympic water yeah. skier yep who is mentioned so there. you know when it's the it's the missouri sports hall of fame so is there if there was someone involved in sports and they were good at what they did yeah they're in there and the missouri sports hall of fame definitely a place you should you, you should check out it's worth uh, a visit there's, sure. there's a lot of St. Louis Ram stuff in there, too, you know, even though they're in Los Angeles now. There's a Kurt Warner jersey in there I saw. I thought one thing that was oh, interesting Oh, there's as also well. interactive stuff with footballs and basketballs, which was yeah, fun. Yeah, somebody had to do some well, basketball I shooting. Did. I also threw a couple of footballs through, you know, you, you, you had to, to try to get it through the hole that was supposed to be the wide receiver's hands. <laughs> How'd you do on that one? I didn't see you. Took me like three throws to get it through. Gotcha. Well, one of the things I thought was really cool also because I just remember growing up in Peoria, Bradley basketball was really good back in the day. And so Missouri Valley Conference, there were a lot of honors of Missouri Valley Conference athletes as well. Yeah, I think it was the Missouri Valley Conference Hall of Fame was down there, right? Even though the Valley is headquartered in St. Louis. Right. But, and then we got to Joplin and you got Missouri Southern there and... Uh, and then here in Tulsa, you got the Tulsa Drillers, the AA affiliate of the Dodgers. And Cody Bellinger is all over that stadium, which is called One Oak Field. Or I think it might be One Oak, but One Oklahoma, essentially. And O-N-E-O-K. Correct. One Oak. Right. It's an OK field. Now, it actually looks like <laughs> looks like it's a lot of fun. The kid zone looks awesome. Like, I, I wish I was like a six-year-old looking at that thing. That looks... Looks like a blast for Physically kids. Physically a six-year-old, not like just mentally. Left center, ha-ha. Ha-ha. But like I said, Cody Bellinger is, played in Tulsa with the Dodgers organization, and so he is plastered all over that, that, that stadium. And it's kind of surprising that the Dodgers are not in the World Series, but I think this is the universe's little nod to us and to our marketing manager because in 2018, when we were on the Home Run on Wheels baseball trip, Holmes went to three games with us in Washington, D.C., Cincinnati, and Houston and now we've got Washington and Houston in the World Series this is the Holmes World Series to us well you know I'd still like to have the Cardinals in there preferably (laughs) but I think we should call it the homie J dog World Series I think that sounds better okay all right and 
because the Nationals donated tickets to Lutheran Social Services as well as DCFYI for a couple of games this year, we are pro- pulling for the Nats. Unfortunately, they dropped Be- all three. Unfortunately, they dropped all three games in Washington after taking the first two in Houston. So, the Astros have a chance here uh, next couple nights to finish it off, and they might do it tonight. We'll see. I I actually do want the Nats to win, but I really want that stupid shark clap to go away. Don't do it. I will come over there. <laughs> the song is so annoying, but they it's do so damn play catchy. It. it just gets in it your is. head. It is. Oh but my gosh. I, I will say it. It is. It's fun in the sense in Washington that they have really embraced it, and it does get like the entire crowd involved in the game. It does. It's true. Every team seems to have their thing. So this is theirs for the moment. Yeah. So the Astros can close out the Nationals tonight at seven o'clock Central Time, eight Eastern. So we'll we'll see if that happens. Uh, I one another reason to root for the Nats is because uh, Max Scherzer was born on July 27th, as was I. So whoopee! <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, hey, we promise we will be with you next week. We're not going to skip another week. Uh, and where the heck are we even going to be next Monday? I think Texas. We've got a lot of kitschy things to see. You're reading me a huge list for the next three days. I was. That's just in Oklahoma. Um, I've done over 30 interviews so far for this for a sports fan's guide to Route 66. I've got more planned, uh, and I've just looked at the calendar. On Monday, we will be in Tucumcari, New Mexico. All right, and, and so that is where we will re- record. And before we get to Tucumcari, we're going to go see an Oklahoma City Thunder game. We're going to be going through Amarillo, Texas. We're going to see Cadillac Ranch and uh, whatever else comes along. You think the Cadillac Ranch will be more exciting than the Rabbit Ranch? <laughs> if, if you're driving through Staunton, Illinois, and you're contemplating stopping at the Rabbit Ranch, Hen, Hen, Henry's Rabbit Ranch, I think it's called, don't worry about Actually, it. Actually, I think Although you should. Although they do have bunnies there. Exactly. We didn't know about that, but you, if you call right. ahead, you can see the bunnies, and that would have made it better. True. Feed them a little carrot. What's up, Doc? And with that, <laughs> thanks for listening to the Home Run Wheels <laughs> podcast. We'll talk to you next week from New Mexico. Bye. Do 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 do